It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What can we expect for the Auburn Tigers this week and for the rest of the season? Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Special guest today, Andy Burcham. Thought we'd pre-record this last week. Out of town. We'll be back to normal tomorrow. But let's jump into our conversation with the voice of the Auburn Tigers. Andy Burcham, voice of the Auburn Tigers. Now the bye week is behind us. Andy, LSU. I mean, this is a this is much more gettable win, I think, at this point in time than we thought going into the season, especially after Auburn had a pretty solid performance against Georgia. Your mindset as far as what we should expect going into this Saturday's game. Well, we know we're going to be facing an explosive offense sure. on, on Saturday night in Baton Rouge. I mean, we saw that. Well, two weeks ago now, mm-hmm. or a week and a half ago now, in the Ole Miss game, but we also saw a defense that struggled to stop Ole Miss. So you would look at this game as strength against strength, the LSU offense against the Auburn defense. Auburn's offense has to get better. Uh, listen, we were, I think, use use the term you want coming out of Georgia, encouraged. Programs going in the right direction, whatever, coming out. But it was still a loss. You had your chances against the number one team in the country. But in the end, Georgia made the plays in the fourth quarter, and Auburn didn't. And primarily, it came down to a game of third downs. Mm -hmm. And that that Auburn has to improve offensively on third down and cut down the opponent's third down. And now it faces a better offense, a much better offense, I think, in LSU. Then Auburn faced against Georgia. On the other hand, you face a defense potentially not nearly as good as the one that you faced against Georgia, and you've got to find you've got to find some kind of consistent. It didn't have to be a great, but some kind of consistent passing game as you yeah. move forward at this point. Yeah, Andy, I said it all last week, but I think Auburn's played the best two defenses that it will play all year. On the road against Texas A&M, then Georgia at home. I, I don't think it gets tougher than that. I think the offenses may get better, but as far as Auburn's ability to score, I think the combination of the the defenses that they're going to be playing being not as good, and also just more time learning the system for for all of these folks that are involved. I think Auburn's offense should be better over the course of the season. Now, uh, you would hope so. You, you want your team to be improving as the season goes along. Yeah. And here's here's one thing. Let, let's not just put Alabama to bed at this point, okay? They've had one loss, and yeah. it was a home game against Texas. And, yes, Texas comes in the league next year. Um, I think Alabama's still a very good team, and I think Alabama's a very good defense. So, to say that Auburn has faced the best two defenses it's going to face this season, 
I, I'm, a, I'm a little reluctant to say that with, right, with let's, Alabama. Let's move the, 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 the Iron Bowl out of it then, okay. excluding the Iron Bowl. Okay. How about that? I, I, yes, I think potentially you have. I was impressed with the A&M defense, although I didn't think Auburn played particularly well offensively. I don't want to sure. take anything away from the A&M defense, and we know Georgia's defense is a good one, although that was an Auburn offense that rushed for over 200 yards yeah. against that Georgia defense. I agree with you that potentially those are the best two defenses that Auburn will face. Now you get to a point now where you may have to keep up with some teams. And the next two on the schedule just faced each other, and one of them had 700 yards in total offense, and the other had over 500 yards in total offense. Yeah. And that's the next two teams on your schedule at LSU and then home against Ole Miss. Right. So you better find some offense and find some ways to stop two explosive offenses in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it's a big deal. The The offenses are about to get very explosive. There's no question. And, and quick oh. strike offenses as well. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. As far as Auburn, you know, we've seen two different teams, right? We've seen a, a, an Auburn team that's played well at home. And we've seen a, an Auburn team that has not played well away from Jordan-Hare Stadium. And I think a lot of that has to do with the offense and more specifically quarterback play, Andy. Going to Baton Rouge is a big deal. Auburn hasn't won there very often. Fortunately, they've won there recently. But before that, it was a very, very long streak that Auburn fans didn't really want to talk about. So what's your expectation coming out of a bye week, making Peyton Thorne or whoever's at quarterback feel comfortable under center in Baton Rouge? Well, for one thing, you will face the toughest atmosphere that you have faced this season. All right? Sure. Cal was okay. It was a fun atmosphere, but there were 10,000 Auburn people there, and it was it was pretty chill, so to speak. Texas so A&M, yeah, okay, whatever, whatever you want to use. All right. Texas A&M was a great atmosphere, but nothing compares to Baton Rouge at night. This That's something you have to contend with. Yeah. The noise, just the atmosphere itself. And for some of these guys, they've never been in an atmosphere like they will face on Saturday night in Baton Rouge. Right. Auburn has at least had some success there two years ago. You have to go back to 1999 to find the last team to win in Baton Rouge, other than two years ago when Bo Nix led that comeback in Baton Rouge. Right. And boy, our, our thoughts about Auburn football at that point were drastically different two years ago coming out of that game mm -hmm. than they are right now. But now you face, I think you face a better LSU team than you faced two years ago. Sure. I think you face a better coached LSU team than you did two years ago. And even that team that, that Auburn had a year ago that struggled so much, it had some chances against LSU here at Jordan-Hare Stadium last year. So I, I think you should take some confidence in this game but you've got to continue to get better. And all of the goodwill, and I, I almost hesitate to say that, coming out of a loss to Georgia yeah. can be swept away if you go and struggle Saturday night at LSU. I'm not saying that from an Auburn perspective, an Auburn team perspective. I'm talking about the goodwill with your fan base coming out of that Georgia game. Sure, sure. Because we saw, we saw what it can be like, what it was like coming out of the A&M game. Mm -hmm. 
Right. No, and, and Auburn fans want a big win. There, there's no question about it. And I, I, this team's doing everything they can to deliver that. I think they've got a chance this Saturday. Andy, as far as coming out of the bye week, do you think that helps, or do you think that's just uh, do you think that's just a talking point? No, I think it helps Auburn. I think if it, if nothing more that you, 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 I hope that Auburn is a healthier team mm-hmm. coming out of the bye week than it was going in. I hope it's a healthier team than it was coming out of the Georgia game a week and a half ago. Right. Especially in the secondary. That's a banged up secondary with Donovan Kaufman and Jalen Simpson, who've been in and out of games the last couple games. Uh, Nehemiah Pritchett has been in and out of the lineup. So, you know, are you any closer to getting some of these guys back to full health or what full health is like? you know, at this point of a football season, yeah, you need you, Auburn needs to be a healthier football team going into this Saturday night in Baton Rouge. Auburn does have that advantage in that LSU played this past weekend. Auburn was off this past weekend, hopefully not only getting better, but getting healthier. We'll continue our conversation in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at athletic brewing company. It's time for your Game Changer of the Week, brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. Much like Jalen Simpson, Athletic Brewing, they completely have changed the non-alcoholic beer game to make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. Jalen Simpson, he's changed the game for Auburn. Four picks in four games so far this season, leading the SEC. You got to love how he is changing the game for the Auburn defense. Athletic Brewing Company, they're fit for all times, so and you can drink them anytime, anywhere, and make any activity or part of life more enjoyable. No hangover, no, no hangovers ever. I don't know why I just said it like that. No hangovers ever. You can find Athletic in stores, online, and at bars around the country. You can find Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or online, athleticbrewing.com. First customers can use first time customers, excuse me, can use promo code locked on to get 15% off your first order. That is L O C K E D O N locked on for 15% off near beer exclusions and conditions apply athletic brewing company fit for all times. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Auburn med aesthetic. Some of our best local friends here AuburnMedAesthetics.com. They want to help you guys out whenever you need to buy a gift for your lady friend, your significant other, your girlfriend, fiance, wife, whoever it may be. Be sure to just get them a gift card. AuburnMedAesthetic.com. The folks over there are the best in the biz. In fact, it's not even close. They are serving the Auburn, Opelika, Lee County area as the best med spa in the community. And like I said, it's not even close. Dr. Nancy Herring, she is the best, and you will love getting to know her. So head over to auburnmedaesthetic.com. Buy all the gift cards. Buy all the happiness. We all win. And two straight road trips for LSU. So they're going to be eager to get back home, but that's tough. That's tough. Two road SEC games back-to-back. That can wear a team out. Um, I don't think there's any question about it, but it does seem like the bye week came at a good time. And you mentioned several guys that are banged up, but they've still been playing. I, I don't think a lot of folks realize how banged up some of these guys who've been playing all season have been. A lot of guys suffered kind of some things towards the end of fall camp, 
and they've just been playing through it, and, and hopefully they've been able to use this week to do that. You mentioned several defensive backs. The guy, Andy, I think could probably benefit most from this past bye week, Jalen McLeod, a guy who missed a little bit of time. Sounds like it was an ankle, some kind of ankle sprain. And we've seen him, and he's looked solid, but we don't know what a, a fully healthy Jalen McLeod looks like in an Auburn uniform. Well, no, yeah, yes, in an Auburn uniform. We know what he looks like in Appalachian State uniform. And sure. just go back and look at his film at Texas A&M last year. Right. And the glimpses that we have seen from Jalen this year mm -hmm. give you some hope of if, if he gets healthy or gets healthier mm -hmm. of how much he can help Auburn, especially from a rush perspective, because the Tigers, you know, look, look at the fourth quarter and how little pressure Auburn was able to get on the Georgia quarterback. And yeah. he was able to stay in the pocket. Right. And then he was able to find Brock Bowers time and oh, time again, over and over and over again. Yeah. And, yeah. and complete those third down plays that, that Auburn simply did not. But listen, Jalen Simpson has had a magnificent season for Auburn at safety. And he, I think, he has become the guy, along with Eugene Asante at linebacker, that have become the leaders on that defense. Now, there are some guys up front. I mean, you, you look at what the, that defensive line did against the Georgia Rush. It's pretty respectable. Yeah. And Marcus Harris, I thought, was all over the – and that's saying something for a guy that plays at the interior defensive line. But he was all over the place. Yeah you know, against Georgia a couple weeks ago. So you got to hope that that continues because this LSU team, as well as it throws it, is a much better rushing football team than Georgia, at least at this point mm -hmm. of the season. Right, right. Andy, if you had to kind of put one or two of your biggest surprises so far this season, what would you throw out there? Well, I, Auburn's defense first, and that's a pleasant surprise. Sure. I mean, I remember I asked Hugh Freeze on the pregame show before UMass. Okay. Point blank. Can this defense stop the rush? And we were talking specifically up front. And his candid answer was, I don't know. And then you go to face a really good Cal running team. Yeah. And Auburn has done a, a really good job stopping the run mm -hmm. in its ball games. I mean, you look at its two losses, two drives against Texas A&M in the third quarter in College Station. Max Johnson comes in and leads LSU on two scoring drives and does it primarily through the air. And when Georgia's offense was at its best before the, the off week, Carson Beck was doing it through the air and primarily to Brock Bowers. Right. So I think Auburn's defense, especially against the rush, has been a pleasant surprise. The other surprise is I, I thought that Auburn offense, especially the passing offense, would be further along than it is. Right. Right now. And and I, I know you and, and Daryl talked the Monday after the Georgia game. Mm -hmm. And it was another game where Auburn didn't get above 100 yards against a Power 5 school passing. But you look at the number of passes that, that found receivers' hands in that game that were either dropped or knocked away or the pass wasn't quite there. That's a factor for Auburn. Yeah.
right? It's it's not just on Peyton Thorne or Robbie Ashford at this point. It is on that offensive line to give them a better pocket, and it's on those receivers to make plays for Auburn. I think that's a team effort for Auburn to be a better team throwing the football. So those would be my two surprises for Auburn at, at, to this point of the season. What do you think about the quarterback rotation? Are you are you a fan of it? Yeah, I mean, I listen. I don't know enough to sit there and say, well, I, why why is this guy playing here? Why is this guy not playing there? I, okay. I'm not that person that's going to sit there and second guess every move that a coach makes. Sure. Auburn moved the football at Texas A&M when it got into A&M territories when the drives stalled. Sure. Auburn ran the ball effectively against Georgia better than any other team has run against Georgia in a couple of years. Yeah. But Auburn's got to be better at a passing offense. Now we have seen the RPO. We Auburn ran the RPO wrinkle much better against Georgia than it did against A&M. And mm -hmm. Hugh Freeze leading into that ballgame was, and again, I use the word candid, but I say that about Coach Freeze because he's a rather candid individual. I mean, he talked about it at his press conference. He talked about it on Tiger Talk with us, that there would be more RPO that we would see in that game, and he, he was a man of his word. We mm -hmm. saw that RPO. We saw it early. The 61-yard run by Peyton Thorne. Now, that drive ended up in, you know, field goal. And then Auburn had fourth, third and one, and fourth and one in the red zone inside the 10 and didn't score right before halftime against Georgia. And that, mm -hmm. was, a, that was a big factor in that Auburn's got to be better when it gets to that red zone. Um, he, he prides that this defense is good in the red zone. Well, his offense has got to be better in that red zone as well. We'll continue our conversation with the voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Bertram, in just a moment. Today's show brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. eBay Motors knows that passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your car running for as long as possible. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to its peak performance. They've got superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, uh, all sorts of things. Whether you're into speed, power, style, they've got you covered with 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, you know it'll fit every time or you get your money back because eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. See what they did there? With all the parts you need and the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. eBayMotors.com, eligible items, only exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available for U.S. customers. I got to tell you also about our friends at Alumni Hall. If you are an Auburn fan and you're not shopping at Alumni Hall, boy, you are missing out. It doesn't make any sense for you to not be doing that. And look, if you're like, okay, I get it, Zach. They've got three incredible stores for me to go in person in Auburn and Opelikan and Huntsville, but I live way out of town. I can't go there in person. That may be true, but you can go to alumnihall.com. Um, once again, all of their stuff officially licensed. You don't have to be, you know, a little like, uh, I mean, we've all seen those Auburn shirts where that orange is like, that orange isn't right. 
that blue's a little too bright. I don't think that's legitimate. You don't have to worry about that. All that stuff's legitimate. Doesn't matter if it's for men, women, children, animals. They've got it all. AlumniHall.com or their three great locations in Auburn, Opelika, and Huntsville. Yeah, and I think we're going to see more of that. I think we'll see more red zone snaps over the course of the season. I think that's kind of the natural step in all of this. Andy, we talked a few weeks ago when you popped on the show, and we, we talked about how candid Hugh Freeze was. And it seems like he's letting his guard down even more since we had that conversation, especially when he talked about you know the offense at Texas A&M not being good enough or even the, the post-game uh, presser after, after Georgia. I mean, he's very honest about the shortcomings of this team so far. And there's so many Auburn fans out there that are kind of nitpicking everything. But it's like, I think at this point, we should just listen to him. I think he's telling yeah. the truth. There's listen, no coach speak. Yeah. How many times have we heard people pick apart coaches in the past because they've used coach speak and they didn't really speak their mind? Right. Right. And now some people are, well, he's too candid. Uh, pick your poison here. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, I'd much rather have this. I would too. Yeah. I would much rather for Auburn to be better and he not have to be quite as candid about his team. I think that's what he's saying mm -hmm. at this point. Don't you? I mean, yes. he wants this team to be better. And I think we're all too impatient at how quick this team is getting better. Yeah. And, you know, listen. A week ago Saturday was an enormous day for Auburn. Not just football, by the way. It was a huge day for basketball and men's basketball and gymnastics and equestrian and baseball and probably volleyball. Auburn had, what, 100 recruits on campus total across Incredible. the athletic landscape? That's yeah. how big that Georgia game was. That's how big that Georgia game was for Auburn to play that well. And for those student athletes, those potential student athletes to see what the atmosphere can be like at an Auburn athletic event. Listen, there wasn't anyone that came away and honestly said about the atmosphere at Jordan Hare stadium against Georgia. Eh, it wasn't that great. No one said that. And if they did, they're not honest. Sure. Everybody came away from that going, man, oh man, what a day. Yeah. of football in this stadium. And I can't put my finger on it exactly what it is. I don't know if it's what the how the stadium is constructed. I I think it is the Auburn family more than anything else. Sure. Cheering on their Auburn team because we see it at Neville Arena, we see it at Plainsman Park. Right. That that's just what this Auburn fan base is. Mm -hmm. That was an enormous day for Auburn. And that was coming out of a loss yeah. to the number one team in the country. All right, Andy, this weekend you I'm had not sure. I'm not sure I even answered your question there. I think I you just, did. I, I think started did. to ramble, didn't I? Uh, I don't think so. I think you nailed it. I think okay. you nailed it. Look, people are going to love the Auburn family hype. That's all that really matters here. <laughs> all right, so you're you're heading to Baton Rouge this weekend. Yes. What's your, what? Do you have a place picked out already? As far no. as where y'all are going to eat, or y'all going to play it by year when you get there? Well, yeah, there's a lot of places to go in Baton Rouge. It's, it's, oh, one yeah. of the, it's one of the great eating trips that we have, whether it's for football, basketball, especially baseball, because baseball, You're there you get more than one opportunity. Right. Uh, there is a place that we have gone. I don't know if we're going there Saturday or Friday night or not. That, um, that used to be a Cajun dance hall 
And I mean, they would have a Cajun band, a Zydeco band, and man, people were out there dancing and we'd have Cajun food and it was fun and they've redone it. And it's just a, it's just a food establishment now, but it's really good. Cajun. We may go there. That's where we went two years ago and Auburn won. Y'all should go there again. Y'all should definitely go there. So that probably has a leg up. Mm -hmm. We have a pretty big group that typically goes with us. It's not just the Auburn Sports Network crew. Others like to join us, which is fun. So I I can't tell you exactly where we're going yet, but that's where we have gone. It's Rue 61, I think is what it's called. Okay. And it's just really good Cajun food, and we have a good time. But I don't know if that's where we're going or not. Yeah, hard to go wrong. Ben Harling will eventually make that call. Oh, that's his decision. Well, if if, if it is at the end, but I will have a great deal of input. I think you should. should. Yes, I think you should. Absolutely. Right. I've I've been going there longer than anyone else. Right. That's (laughs) right. Do you like calling games in Death Valley? I do. It's a great atmosphere. I I love calling games anywhere. Okay. I really do. Um, it's a great atmosphere to call a game in. It doesn't matter. I'm looking forward to going to to Vanderbilt. I've I've done a TV game, an old pay-per-view game with Rod when Carnell was playing and Auburn blocked a, a field goal that would have tied the game. Oh, yeah, so I remember that. Yeah. yeah, that's how long it's been since I've called a game at Bandy. So I'm looking forward to going back and and although that stadium is being torn apart and rebuilt. Yeah, yeah. I, I I love going anywhere we go. I just want to call a game for Auburn. Yeah, sure. Well, you'll get to do that this Saturday. How can people yeah. check out everything you guys have uh, going on at the Auburn uh, Sports Radio Network? Yes, indeed. Uh, you can, of course, our, our local affiliate is uh, is Wings 94.3. That's where we'll have Tiger Talk on on Thursday night at 6. And then, you know, of course, our coverage um, will be three hours before kickoff. And uh, we do, I, I don't have a complete lineup as to who we'll have on, on the Tiger Tailgate Show presented by Koneka Sausage. Mm, connect a sausage is delicious uh that all comes up on saturday we'll be on three hours before uh sure. if you if you're making the trip to berm to uh to baton rouge and you got your live sports radio bring it because you'll be able to listen to our broadcast in the stadium for the ball game where we oh, always wow. set that up home and away for auburn football games so bring your live sports radios awesome awesome andy thank you so much for your time as always man have a safe trip my pleasure zach good to see you my friend War Eagle. That wraps up our conversation with Andy Bertram, the voice of the Auburn Tigers. Thank you so much for uh, Andy's time. As always, hopefully everyone enjoyed Auburn's bye week. I will be back in town. We will be back to normal tomorrow. Charlie Five will join us for a little Charlie Tuesday action. Until then, check out all of our written work at AuburnDaily.com, and we'll see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.